choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? How's everybody doing? This is that thanks for asking. I'm Kels at KMGZ. All right, and this is Kels Radio. So, uh, the holiday threw me off. Um, all the way till like 12 today, I thought it was Tuesday, so I wasn't really prepared to do this till tomorrow, but it's actually today. But that's okay, I'm a Marine, adapt and overcome, let's go. So start with yours and negritude, and I struggle with this, but you know what, I've been cool, I ain't been staying in my bay a minute, but Rihanna's back. Slowly but surely, Sis is coming back. We know the album is coming. We know the documentary is coming. And, and, and you can tell because she's kind of gearing up. She's been in the magazines. Now she just uh, got another one yesterday. Um, a spray came out. Uh, sorry, I again, in the rush, I didn't write it all down. Um, photographed by a um, black female photographer. Just looking fantastic. Um, she got named uh, number one influential. I mean, duh fashion um, icon, or not, no, she should have been number one, they said like on the list or whatever, but we all know, Garage Magazine, um, the photographer is Deanna Lawson, she has it on her uh, Instagram, just, she's just, she's just lovely, she's just, she's just beautiful, and there's just nobody else like her, and um, I saw the clip of Barbara Streisand, Barbara Streisand says she will sing with, she would love to sing Rihanna, Beyonce, and Adele, and she don't know none of the rest of these girls, and so, I agree. So, yours and negritude to Rihanna. And, um, you know, this is going to be the year of Fenty, cause y'all, or the years of Fenty, because y'all know when Rihanna come, Rihanna lingers. Rihanna not like y'all little faves that, you know, pop one on the charts, and in two weeks they gone, and, you know, y'all just be still tweeting about the shit. But, if nah, my, my babe lingers. So, you know, like the beautiful soul she is. All right, so, moving on. Um... All right, so yeah, we gonna we gonna try to mix this little up, this little gumbo up right quick because I would prepare to do this tomorrow. Um, where I want to start, I want to start at Insecure. Um, the show is back. I'm tired of you niggas and your hot takes on Insecure. I said this, I think it's a couple episodes ago. The show is about Issa and her navigating her life. I I noticed a a, a um a sharp yeah a sharp divide between the men's interpretation of the show and, is, and the women's, and it, and, and it explains a lot, like people say I drag the straights all the time and I mean, I don't know what to tell y'all, y'all, y'all doing bad, um, it's just easier to drag y'all, but like it's true, like y'all still stuck on Lawrence, like dog, Lawrence, Lawrence was never a major character, it was always about Issa, and this whole thing where, oh, well they think, you know, cause Lawrence was a good guy, er, stop, beep, beep, beep that's your problem right there because Lawrence was not a good guy. That's the whole point. He was not a good guy. He wasn't good at all. He was selfish. He was self-centered. He didn't take responsibility for anything. She was always wrong. He was always wronged. Did Was Issa perfect? Of course not. But whatever. I don't care what y'all say with that cheating shit. 
he should have let that shit go because nigga, I supported you. You've been on this couch and I've been doing the goddamn thing. I've been carrying us all this time. And you know what? That shit will suck. Listen, having somebody that's just, you know, not trying and not, and it's not, it's, it's, it's not, every, everybody want to make it like she's wrong because, oh, she didn't want support. It's, people will support you when you are trying. But this nigga was doing nothing. He was doing absolutely nothing. And it's funny because y'all like to say, oh, there's parallels between him and Issa. There are no parallels. Issa is doing what she has to do. She got gentrified out of her apartment, so she's doing lift. She's working. That's a motherfucking hustler. That's somebody that's trying. That's somebody that's doing what they have to do. And it's funny to me that everybody on Twitter always a hustler and everybody on Twitter always getting money. But when y'all come across the real thing, y'all don't recognize it. Issa has been doing what she had to do this entire show. She works in public interest, her job don't pay enough, so what did she do, she took a lift job she ended up um, taking a job as the, as the super far apartment like she's doing what she has to do, that is what you do, not what Lawrence was doing, and if Issa had not said nothing to him, he would still be on the couch and then he got with Tasha, all about to get back to Issa, so it wasn't even about Tasha, fuck her feelings, he left her out there looking crazy in front of her family, he's the fucking worst, he was not a good guy, and that's y'all motherfucking problem, y'all think anybody that's not absolutely terrible is a good guy, you know what? What was good about him? Nothing, like he was not a good dude, he might have started out a good dude, I'm sure when they met, he had a job and all that he was doing, we didn't see that, that part, we just saw, you know, the two years he was laying on the couch, so, like, I don't, y'all take some, y'all won't let it go, Lawrence is gone, the point of the show is, she had this relationship, she thought it was gonna go away, it didn't, and now she's trying to find her way, and I like this new episode with this new guy, this new guy is cool from the lift, he's adventurous, he's, he's got hustle, he came from Houston, he's a barber, he's like, you know what, I just wanna come out here, I just wanna make a move, I wanna make it happen, you know, he's laid back, he's not from LA, cause LA guys are something else, um, and, you know, I thought that for, you know, everybody on Twitter, I keep, I always say, you know, a date, dates are about getting to know a person. Dates are about getting to know if you click. We don't have to be doing nothing super fancy. I, we could just be walking around or doing whatever. That's how you get to know a person. That's why so many of y'all relationships are trash because y'all be worrying about the wrong shit and focusing on the wrong shit and you with somebody for all the wrong reasons. Do y'all click? Can y'all just sit and chill around each other? That's my number one. If I can't sit with a person, they always gotta be chitting and chatting and they always gotta be doing something. Something always gotta be said. You ain't the one for me because I like silence. I like to chill. I like to just commune. Okay? I don't like, oh, I, I, I have a high frequency, and so for me to relax, I like quiet, I don't need all that chitter and chatter and talking all the fucking time, shut the fuck up, just like be silent sometimes, just sit in the quiet sometimes, and, and, and if you can't do that, you're not the person for me, I don't like all that fucking frazzled and hectic shit, I don't, it's not for me, if you can't like just relax and do things without just always having to be up in the mix and always having to be somewhere, you're not the person for me, because I don't like that shit, every now and then, yeah, we can go out to the club, but I'm, I'm an old nigga, even when I wasn't an old nigga, like, the club just was never my scene, that shit is overrated, it's overpriced, the liquor's not that great, like, I'd rather go to a lounge, or a nice restaurant, or, you know, I don't know, something where you and I can sit and talk, and yeah, maybe there'll be other people around, and you know, not like, we ain't in a library or nothing like that, but we're, you know what I mean, like, one-on-one, that's, or one or two-on-one, whatever, groups, double day, whatever, whatever, small events where 
we can enjoy ourselves without having to be all up in the... I don't like that mixy shit. I don't like mixy people. And that's how you find that out. That was perfect. They just walked around. The tacos was going to be an hour. I don't know why. I just take it because I guess... Because she called ahead, so I guess that was the point. Like, when they busy and backed up like that, so that's why you call ahead. So they had to wait an hour. So they walked around. I thought the little pool shit was cute, you know. They both stripped naked and got in the pool. That's an icebreaker. That's a, I mean, that's a hell of an icebreaker because it's like, okay, you know, we both dropped our inhibitions. We both, you know, in this pool naked. So it ain't no fronting now. So what, what you see is what you get. Like, we're, you don't get any more, what's the word, sincere or candid or... Or real than that, because if you can be, you know, in a pool naked with somebody that you just met and be lying, you you're a psychopath anyway. And I still, I need to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I liked it. I liked him. Um, I I think she did the right thing, quitting her job and taking that apart. When he said seven hundred a month, I was like, girl, girl, fuck that job. You don't even like that motherfucking job. Take that shit. You know. Um, and you know she's finding her way, and and like. That's what you do in your 30s. Like, so I, when we, that's why us that are older, we tell y'all in your 20s, when y'all have all these timelines, you need to do this and you need to do that. Dog, you, 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 you really not, that's not it. That's not it. Because your 20s is you, you where you start figuring out, like, who you are as a person. And then your 30s is when you start, like, trying to figure out what you want to do, like, where you want to be. Like, all this shit, you got to be this by 30, you got to be that by 35. That's nonsense, trust me. Like, and I mean, people older than me say the same thing. Like, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Like, I don't know. I think I might be having, like, sort of a midlife crisis. I don't know because I don't know. I don't, I don't, I just, I can't, I mean, I'm never going to stop. I'm working toward what I want to do. But as I work toward what it is I want to do and, and as I see, like, just, I don't know, is this what I want to do? Because I feel like it's a bunch of bullshit. Like, I feel like I should already be able to do it. And all of the barriers and problems that I'm having, trying to, I'm like, maybe this is God trying to tell me that this shit ain't really worth it. Because, like, you know, motherfuckers is acting like you're trying to go to the moon. And I'm really not trying to go to the moon. What I'm trying to do is very simple. And it's like, it's, you know, everybody's acting like it's just, you know, I'm asking so much. And... I don't know, a couple people tell me if I get to L.A., I'll, it'll be better, but I don't, I don't know, because, I don't know, we'll see. Um, anyway, I rambled on that way too long, but I, the point of that was, like, you know, I wish y'all watching the show for Lawrence, and y'all watching, I wish y'all would just stop watching it, because you're taking the fun out of the show for those of us who really enjoy the show. Like, that's, like, just watch it for what it is, of what the plot is about her and her life and her finding her way. And, and, and y'all just project so much onto the, to the, to the characters in the show. And it's like, Oh my God. And the male takes like, no wonder it's so easy to take y'all girl. Like, no, seriously, because y'all just like totally missed the mark. Like, you know, you don't people was calling Daniel a, a bum dude. He's the same as Lawrence. How is he the same as Lawrence? Lawrence Daniel has an, his own apartment, and he's pursuing music. He's not talking about pursuing music. He's actually pursuing music. He's actually doing it, and he doesn't need Issa to push him, push him to do it. He's doing it on his own. He's using the P. I mean, he's making mistakes, but that's what you do. But he's doing. He's using the connections and, and, and doing what he's supposed to do. And he doesn't have somebody that has to tell him what he to do every step of the fucking way. Um, and the new guy, you know, we just met him, but I, you know, I like him a lot. So anyway, like I just, 
I want all of y'all to stop watching this show because y'all don't seem to know what it's about and, you, and, and you're annoying and you just pick it, just Lawrence shit every week, Lawrence this, Lawrence that, shut the fuck up, that nigga is gone, the whole point is that her, that relationship is closed and now she's finding her way, I was gonna be, here's this one first serious relationship everybody has a first serious relationship you think it's gonna be it, and then when it's not, you like, what the fuck, until you figure out, fuck that nigga, and, and you know going with your life, like that's the point of it, like, nobody wants to, st- I thought that Lauren shit went on way too long anyway, ain't nobody here for four and five seasons ago, that's what y'all do, that's why y'all be on the tweets, and in life 35 and 40 years old, still talking about your first girlfriend in high school and, and fucking up every relationship, cause you don't know how to let shit go, the shit is over it ain't work out, peace I wish you well, wish you all the happiness in the world, that's it, you move on that's what people do Y'all got these toxic, unhealthy relationships where you fucking 35 still holding on to shit from some shit that happened when you was 21. Grow the fuck up. Let that shit go. Build a bridge. Get over it. All right. Cross that off. What I want to do next? Um, so I said I wasn't going, well, sorry. Let me start with this. Also, just FYI, this might not be that long because of, like I said, I'm supposed to be going tomorrow. So I don't have a lot of topics. Um, Aretha Service. So... Y'all know I said I was going to take off Friday, and I was going to take off Friday, but this new job I had, I don't, I don't like it. Like, it's not, not, well, the work's not interesting, the work's not challenging to me, but besides that, like, you know, every other place I've worked at when I was a consultant, when I was over at News Corps, like, you know, I get, we get treated, like, I'm an attorney, like, I get treated like an attorney, like, you don't, nobody's clocking your time, like, you, you know, you, you do your, you do your work, you do whatever, like, you know, you come and go as you please, hey, I'm not going to be out today, whatever, it's not a problem, this job, this, this bitch is, oh, sending out emails, I've noticed that people are taking longer than an hour on their lunch, like, bitch, we not school children, like, we not working on the factory floor, don't worry about how long I take on lunch, you know what I mean, like, I, I, so, it's a meet. they always having all these meetings, and it's like, it's just, I don't like it, everybody in there, I just, I don't like it, they take themselves way too seriously, I gotta get, it's just, it's a job for now, you know, God willing, but anyway, because of that, you know, I just got there, I ain't been there, I think, what's this, September, I've been there like a little over a month, okay, so, I, I work fast, because like I said, what we do is not hard, I can do it in my sleep, I have been doing what, what I do with this job, this financial crime shit, I have been doing this shit since I, since I was in, since I got out of the Marines in 2003, I've been doing it at a high, at a way higher level than civil, I, I was in Intel, we did that shit high, 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 high space shuttle level, this shit they do on the banking world, and in the securities world, and the law side is fucking pedestrian, it is pedestrian what they do, and so I work fast, I move fast, like, I clear things out fast, I close things out fast, I settle things fast, I figure things out fast, because it's not hard, at all, it's really not, but because of that, I don't know, I guess I'm become important, or invaluable, or whatever, so they had this deadline for, for Friday, which they've had, from what I understand, for two years, they've been trying to tick away at this deadline for two years, it finally comes Friday, and all of a sudden, my presence is just absolutely needed to get to this deadline, even though I had been speed, even though I go fast, like, I go faster than everybody, I go faster, it's a downside, so, okay, some of the things I close, like, they're really petty, like, it's a long case, but like, when you close things, you know, everybody does it different where you are, like at News Corps, I basically was the 
end stop. And so I could decide like what a level of detail or whatever I could, you know, was satisfied with here. They break it up and there's like another person and they'll send, you know, they send little, send it back for little stupid shit. So whatever point is on Friday, they were like, you know, the world the sky's going to fall. If you can't, you know, we're going to get, we'll get, we'll, we'll let you go. We'll give it to you. This is what I don't like. Like, you'll let me go. Bitch, I'm taking a personal day. Like, I don't like that. Well, we'll let you go. We have to prove it shit, bitch. I'm leaving on this day. Mark it down. Like, I don't disapproval shit. This is what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not a child. I'm like, got to get the fuck out of here. But anyway, so I approved it for you. But blah, 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 blah. You know, what I need you to do today. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Fine. It's no big deal. I'll just I I'll set the DVR. I'll come on Friday. No big deal. So I come on Friday, and I I click. But the Thursday before, because I knew I wasn't going to be there, I closed a lot of stuff out. I finished a lot of things, a lot like twice as many as most people as 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 would be expected for you to do in a day. I did like twice as much. So when I get there on Friday, and mind you, like, I still don't have, you know, all some of the stuff that I need, so some things, I, some stuff I have, some cases I can't work on, I have to, like, move them around, some issues, like, we get, you know, subpoena, different, it's different things we get, like, it's kind of a jack-of-all-trades, so depending on what it is, you know, some things take longer, I don't have, really have all the accesses I need necessarily to do everything, so I kind of juggle things around, that's another thing that I notice that other people don't do, is, like, you know, lawyers, you have a case file, right, or um, and some cases, you know, are easier to clear out than others. Some, you know, it's going to be a little bit more work than others. Well, what I do, and what I figure everybody does, if you is you look, you go through your case file, and you look at the time periods, okay, well, this one's due here, you prioritize along that lines. Like, you don't just take the one off the top and work on it, and then take the net. Like, you prioritize. Like, that's how you get through things. Like, because if you figure out, oh, well, these three places right here, I could clear real easy. Boom, 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 clear. You already got three done. Apparently, these other people, they just go in order. And I'm like, that's why y'all slow, because you don't you don't know what you're dealing with. The next one you click might take you, you know, five hours to even figure out what you really need to do for it. When if you would have just clicked into the next one and the one three below that to see, you would have seen that you could have cleared those out. So you could have had three and then took all the time you needed for this one. So that's what I do. I juggle. I juggle my work. It's another reason why I move fast. The rest of them don't do that whatever, and then even sometimes what I'll do is, I'll go through halfway, because again, to me, this is just to me, somebody else will tell you it's the most exciting, detailed, intricate work they've ever done, to me, this shit is very boring, so sometimes when I'm in the middle of something, or whatever I'm doing, being up, I'm drafting something, or I'm uh, investigating something, or I'm, whatever I'm doing, whatever it is, I'll get, I'll get bored, so I'll be like, okay, all right, I already finished this, so this next part, you know what, uh, this is probably going to take me a little, this is going to take me another two hours, and I've already been working this for two hours, and, just, uh, and I'll do something else, like, I'll just, I'll finish that one tomorrow, like, because I know, like, when it has to be done, like, all right, I'll just get to that tomorrow, right, so I, like, stop sometimes, so I have several, like, I have several things that are on different layer, levels of done, but that's also strategic, because, that means, like, if a day like Friday comes along where I really didn't want to be there and it's really this deadline and people, like, want you to get a lot due, then that's when you go to all your stuff that's, like, sort of half done or, and you just finish up. And instead of taking you two hours, it's, you, it, you use the whole three hours and now you may have cleared out eight things. 
So little tricks like that, just because I've been doing it so long, and I don't know, other people just don't know it. I don't know. I don't know why they don't know it. But I'm like, that's how you do it. Like, you have something. Like, you take something, you do it You do it halfway. And you're like, okay, I know I only have one more thing left to do on this, but it's going to take me two hours. But I can use that same two hours today to clear out three things that are due sooner, and that won't take me as long. So I'll just stop that for now, and I'll clear those things out. So you get those three out. And then when Friday come along, now you got maybe three or four things where it only takes you, okay, now it's only going to take me, you know, uh, take me an hour to do this, take me half an hour to do that, oh, that one I took almost all the way to the end so I could finish it, that's how you clear shit, so anyway, long story, I said all that to say, I stayed on Friday, and and, it, and I just was trying to get, I stayed till like 6.30, trying to finish everything out, because I was, they can't, I, it's, you know, no good deed goes unpunished, I'm fast, so I would finish some, oh, I'm gonna give you some more, and I'm like, dog, 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 it's, it's Friday before a holiday, but whatever, I'm new, Whatever, I you know, whatever. Again, it's easy work, fine, I did it. So I missed it, I missed the whole thing. And like, I clear, every now and then I like, you know, would stop, because you gotta take a break. Every now and then I stop and I check in and I see little things. So I caught um, part of Bill's speech. I caught, um, did I see Ariana? I think I saw Ariana come out, but I don't think I saw her sing. I did see her dress. I, and I, it was just little pieces I caught here and there. And, um... So I didn't see, I, first of all, Ariana's dress, I, I didn't think the dress, it was, it was a little, sh- I didn't think it was inappropriate, let me just say that, I understand, I'm not, you know, you churchy niggas, I'm not in the church, I'm not of the church, I'm not, you know, in the church, of the church, by the church, for the church, none of that, but I have been to church, and, you know, I, 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 the dress was short, I didn't think it was too short, I didn't think it was inappropriate, I thought it was black, it's a funeral, it's not like, you know, I get it, you're in mourning and all of that, but I just didn't think it was inappropriate. I think she's a 20-year-old girl. I think she was covered is what I'm trying to say. She was covered. Her titties weren't hanging out. Yeah, it was short, but, I mean, she's, it was just legs. Like, whatever. Y'all churchy niggas, get, you know, a lot of that is respectability and misogyny and all of that shit, and I just don't buy into that. I didn't think she looked She. It was. It was short, but I didn't think she looked tacky. She didn't look tacky. She didn't look cheesy. She didn't look, she didn't look inappropriate to me. Um, so I didn't see the, I saw her, that's what it is, I didn't see her sing, I saw the end when he pulled her over, I had clicked in when he pulled her over, and he was like, hey, let me come get you, now, originally, I, when I saw it, I saw him pull her in, and it made me uncomfortable, because she looked uncomfortable, and I've, every, just about every woman, I think, sensed what she was feeling, like, you know, somebody, there's always somebody that'll put their hands on you, or pull you, or try to hug you. You just not, you just don't even want, like, dog, don't, you, I don't know you like that. And that's kind of, she just seemed very uncomfortable. She was already nervous, and he pulled her over there, and I'm sure her nerves are running, and she just looked really uncomfortable. And that's what I was focusing on. I wasn't really noticing. I saw that he had his hand around her, but it just looked to me, she's a small girl, she's tiny, and it just looked to me that her, his hand was up under her rib cage, where it would be, because, you know, she's a lot shorter than him. So, I mean, I saw it, and I was like, you know, but I still I see I see y'all church people do that all the time and I see him do that to other people almost every woman they come up there he put his arm around that's just I thought this is just what y'all do so I didn't think anything of it but I did think it was inappropriate I was like eh because she kept pulling away she was pulling away and she just looked uncomfortable and she kept looking down like she was looking like yo can you just get off me you know what I mean like say what you gotta say but just, just I don't I don't want you grabbing on me like this that's just how she looked but like she didn't want to be rude about it right and I felt her discomfort so I was looking at that 
Um, and then when he said the Taco Bell thing, I thought that was very rude. I, that's what really caught my attention was the Taco because I thought that was very rude because it's like this is a, a funeral. This is Aretha Franklin. Everybody here on this stage was vetted by Aretha. We all know that because Aretha do not fuck around and Aretha arranged that she had no will, but she arranged that funeral down to the fucking dollar. So Ariana was invited because Aretha would have liked her to sing. So that's all you need to know. So don't, you know, I understand what he was saying. Oh, I didn't know who you were. My little daughter never heard you sing. But the taco pit, that was, that was, that was disrespectful and that was rude to me because it's like, yo, she's good enough whether you like her or not. I, I like Ariana. I just, I just think to me, she's karaoke Mariah. Like she's, you know, she's, she sings well, she's one of, like I said last week, she hits every note, she sings very well, she's fantastic, but just not a lot of, just no soul, right, it's just very karaoke to me, but she's good, I like Ariana, tired of the ponytail, but other than that, I really like her, I call her karaoke Mariah, right, she's good enough to have sung at Aretha Franklin's funeral, so you should just give her that respect, whether you don't be like, oh, I thought she was a Taco Bell, like, come on, man, ain't nobody, whoever she was, she was somebody that was good enough to be there, so, like, don't do that, I thought that was rude, um, you know, so, as the day goes on, though, people are talking to, people start saying how, you know, he was grabbing her inappropriate, and all of that, and I, I wasn't disagreeing that it was inappropriate, but from what I saw, I didn't, to me, again, it looked like he was just trying to pull her in, like, and be like, hey, you know, because he was like, let me give you respect, like, you know, let me give you this church hug, and let me, let me treat you right, I ain't gonna treat you like, you know, some random like, off the street, that's what I picked up, but then, um, later, I started seeing, um, I guess people were zooming in on his hands and stuff like that, and, you know, his fingers or whatever was moving, but from the front, again, to me, it still looked like he had her up under the ribcage, it wasn't until, which still was like too much, but it wasn't until I think somebody showed the the image from the front, where she's, you can clearly see her leaning forward and pulling, trying to like pull away and lean forward, and that's when you can really see where his hand is, that her hand, his hands are way up on her breast, like on her breast, so, you know, I don't go to y'all churches, I don't be in y'all churches, and it's just for stuff like this, it's for a myriad of reasons, actually, the main one being, I just don't believe in that shit, people are like, oh, they gotta do this to get to church, do that to get people in church, look, do all that, and hopefully y'all get all y'all people back in the church, God bless y'all, won't be me though, because I just don't believe in it, I don't believe in organized religion, I don't believe in Christianity and all that, I think it's all nonsense, I don't believe in it, I believe in creator and all of that, but I don't, I don't believe in that organized religion, that's of people, I don't think it has anything to do with God, and it's all about controlling people, and that's why it's patriarchal and misogynistic, because it's all about controlling people, and it turns things upside down, it puts the man on top, and that's not how it's supposed to be, anyway, off track, um, so, but it's things like that, and so all day, you know, we gotta, you know, people, people were saying their piece about why they don't go to church, and I was saying the same thing, like, this is one of the many reasons, this, the homophobia, the misogyny, the, 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 um, just the, I don't like the people, like, I just think people in church are just the worst people, I think they're the worst kind of people, my grandma used to tell me that the devil hides in church, the devil don't come to you as a devil, cause you would know, he puts on his priestly robes he carries his cross, and he comes to you as you know, holier than now, but he's the devil, I mean, you know, what the story say, Satan was God's favorite angel right, he was next to God, so he knows how to you know, look, play the game basically, 
Um, I just never, I never liked it. When I was a little kid, I never liked it. I just never liked it. I never liked the vibe. I think I would see these people in Sunday church Sunday being all holier than thou, and then all week they just gossiping and talking shit about people or sleeping with this one and that. I just, I never liked it. I never liked it. I never felt it. And it ain't just Christianity. That's just, that's just the one that I, I feel is the most hypocritical. But Islam too, my dad was a Muslim. I ain't like it there either. Same shit, even more actually. So more nonsense. Cause them niggas don't even really know what they worship half the time. Um, it's like whatever they feel like saying it is that day. Um, yeah. So you know, people on the TL all day, you know, this is why we don't go to church, the other half, oh, well, you can't, you know, I just, this line that, you know, you can't let a bad, a, a, a few bad apples and a few bad seeds and, you know, spoil your faith and all that, I don't, what the fuck do y'all be talking about? It's not a few bad, it's the entire institution. How, how, the whole institution is about abuse and suppression and, and, and like how many cases got to come out about these priests abusing and killing and murder, y'all saw the keepers on Netflix and that's the Catholic church, but it happens in all denominations, it's just Catholic is like the biggest most, you know, the white people one, so that's why we hear about it more, it's like how many of these stories got to come out, like it's it's not it's not it's not a few bad apples. It's the whole institution. Y'all sound like when people say, "Well, you can't let a few racist people make you say the United States is racist." United States is racist. It's not a it's a it's a racist structure. The system is racist. You can't. It's not just a few you know individual racists running around. But but you know you got to have faith in the system. No, it's the same thing. That it's corrupt. The church is corrupt. It is abusive. It is misogynistic and and. Frankly, it's the religion is got the whole world in turmoil. Every fucking problem in the world is traced to y'all in this goddamn religion. So I, I just no, I just it ain't gonna never be for me. It ain't. I don't believe in all that. I believe in a creator and ancestors, and I don't know how it works. That's because I'm I am a human. Human beings. The whole reason y'all got this church is because y'all can't live with uncertainty, and you have to feel like you understand everything, or you like crumble to the ground. I'm not like that. I'm a mortal being. My capacity for understanding is limited. I understand that. I am a speck of dust on a, a stream of light, on a wave, on a particle, and who knows? Maybe somebody's eyeball. Have no idea don't know how this shit works, so, and I'm fine with that, but I know it don't work like that, I know it don't work like y'all say, with some fucking white man sitting up in heaven in a lake of fire with a bad person gonna go down there and get stuck with demons, I, don't, I know it don't work like that, I know that's just nonsense, and, you know, you never gonna convince me of that, and, you know, nigga done got killed and raised up, and now everybody saved, look, God bless y'all, you know, no, <laughs> you know, sure, um, so yeah, I just, and I just thought it, I thought, I thought it was a shame because other than that, it was an eight hour marathon ceremony, it was a great ceremony, I thought Bill Clinton gave a great speech, um, I didn't, I missed the eulogy, thank God, a lot of y'all said the eulogy was terrible, he got up there and do what these preachers do, which is talk about single moms, like all this little dumb, all this indoctrinated crap that we need to shake off, and um, apparently, you know, and, and uh, he apparently, from what I understand, that the whole eulogy was, you know, talking down on single moms. Aretha was a single mom. Aretha was a teenage mom. Like, okay, you eulogizing this great, great, great woman that the world has lost with this same old nonsense, right? So her family put out a statement. They found it was offensive. 
you know, I didn't hear it. I didn't go back and play it. I took y'all word for it that it was offensive because, I mean, I'm not shocked at all. Um, so it ruined, like, an otherwise nice service. The performances were great. Fantasia came out there. She sang down. She took her shoes off. But I want to say shout-out to Jennifer Hudson because Jennifer Hudson came out there, and she sang down, and she kept telling motherfucking shoes on. I love Fantasia to death, but I think that shoe-kicking-off thing is a little very country and a little bit, like, uh, ghetto. And I mean, I know that's Fantasia thing, but like, I mean, you you can be ghetto, but you ain't gotta be ghetto. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I get it. Like, that's your thing. You in church, you kick your shoes off. All right, but you, you know, maybe it's a church where you go to, but at the funeral, like, just leave your shoes. You can sing, you you can sing with your shoes on, Fantasia. I know you can, because I've seen you do it on American Idol. You know what I mean? Like, just keep your shoes on. Like, I, I just, whatever. But she, but she sang down though. I like. I'm a Fantasia fan. I'm not. I'm not. Don't take it the wrong way. I just feel like Jennifer was just a little bit more regal in her performance because she stood up there like a like a warrior and kept her shoes on and still sang down. Um. Who else? I, I miss Gladys. I heard Madis, Gladys came out. I really only. I wanted to see. I wanted to see Fantasia. I wanted to see uh, Jennifer. I, Faith Hill. You know, she did a good job. I thought her dress was lovely. I thought Faith Hill looked great. I thought that dress was really nice. I thought she looked great. She had the, you know, the jewel, the accessory. She looked great. Her hair looked good. She looked really good. I thought, I thought, I liked Faith. I liked that dress. I thought that dress was really nice. Um, her grandkids, I saw their eulogy, which was really sweet, because that was her family. Um, and you know, I just thought it was, I thought it was a Sarah, besides those couple few down points, I thought it was a ceremony befitting the queen, I, I think Obama should have been there and I don't care, I know that, uh, you know, John McCain wrote him a letter and all of that, I get all of that I understand all of that, but you know I just feel like Aretha Franklin got, you know, nothing against John McCain he was a veteran and all of that, but I feel like Aretha Franklin meant what, much more to way many more people, I mean, they played they played the tribute to Aretha on her funeral day over in, in, in uh, the queen played one, okay I just think she was bigger and meant more to more people and that Obama should have been at her funeral. Like, you can let them white people down just this one time. Look, I know that I said I was going to do this. However, Aretha Franklin has died. And, um, you know, or just send Michelle. Like, y'all split it up and let Michelle read it. Like, something. I just I just feel like you should have been there, okay? I, I, I get it. He asked some months before. I just feel like if there was ever a time, if there was ever a time, my whole problem with Obama well, one of them, is he's always worried about fucking appearances meanwhile, you know, the Russians is fucking snatching the election for us and you worried about appearances, if there was ever a time where you could have chose a side with no consequences, because you're not running for election no more, they, you know you're not president no more, they talking shit about you anyway, Trump is in there destroying everything you did anyway, if there was ever a time where you could say you know what, I am going to choose black people I'm going to let these white folks down just this one time. That was it, and you chose not to. And whatever, y'all can say what y'all want. Y'all was arguing the TL. I don't care. I'm not changing my mind. I think he should have been at Aretha Franklin's funeral. I feel Bill Clinton was there. Hillary Clinton was there. George W. Bush, I understand him going to John McCain. He's a white man. I understand that. But I feel like you should have been at Aretha because Aretha came to your inauguration, and Aretha came to everything that you ever did. And Aretha was a civil, Aretha was a hero for black people. Aretha was a civil rights icon. Aretha 
If you don't know, look her up. Raise money for Martin Luther King, and you just was the soundtrack for the Civil Rights Movement, the Queen of Soul. She meant a lot to a lot of people, and especially the black people. She This wasn't just some random, you know, celebrity. This is Aretha Franklin. This is an American treasure. This is a woman who was mourned all over the world. I feel like you should have came to her funeral. That's just my opinion. It's not going to change. Um... Michael Eric Dyson, Al Sharpton, I saw Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton, I appreciated what he had to say about Trump, I appreciated everybody there who called out Trump by name, I appreciate Eric Michael Dyson, Eric, Eric Michael, what is his name, that dude, um, Al Sharpton, I appreciate all the people that got up there and called out Trump by name, um, and uh, Eric Michael Dyson threw shade at Obama too, talking about writing a letter, and I appreciated that too, um, but it was a fitting service. Um, she had three costume changes. Mama had on a sequin, gold sequin dress. She had the gold coffin. Um, the funeral, the, the service was was an all-day thing. And I mean, long live the queen. You know, long live the queen. Um, she will be forever missed. There will never be another like her. Um, and you know, I just think, I think that service was befitting her. Remember, she had a hunt. They said a hundred pink Cadillacs. Um, Cadillac took out a full-page ad that just said respect, and her 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 born date and her and her day she died, and they did a nice article that was like, yeah, the song she made for us it means so much to us. We use it in all our marketing things, and you know we sent her those hundred pink Cadillacs because we are very appreciative of you know Detroit's own, and um, you know so yeah, but get y'all little y'all little creepy church people, y'all little creepy pastors, like this is why people don't go and y'all want to say all little shit like oh well, you know, you gotta look past that you want people, gays in particular and, and young folks to come and sit in church and adore abuse bigotry, bullshit for what? why? for fellowship, we supposed to go talk you know, get heard about we going to hell and we this and we that cause we gay and we young and somebody is single and somebody not married and they got children and all y'all little judgy fucking aunties and, and, and old people who y'all know I will curse out and fight old people I don't care cause I'm grown too bitch and I don't, all that little respectability shit y'all, I mean I'm, I'm respectful, I was raised right I have manners, but I, a lot of the shit that y'all, you know, let go under well you gotta respect big mama, I ain't got to respect shit, big mama by acting like she got some sense too or we could just both be in here acting a fool cause I've been grown I, you know what I mean so uh, I just I don't I don't play that yet you know I don't like that shit I don't like it it ain't for me um but yeah God bless Aretha long live the queen um so now I want to move on to this Bobby Brown show part one I said I wasn't gonna watch it because I feel I feel like I know I don't really care about Bobby Brown to be honest I ain't gonna lie the nigga when he was hot he was hot when Bobby Brown was the king of R&B he was and that Don't Be Cruel album my prerogative album all of that that shit bopped that was my middle school jam and that was a great time to be alive and um that was some great music and they just don't make it like that no more but I saw Can I Be Me and I saw Whitney and so I have the full story I didn't need I didn't want to watch this but I did watch it cause Twitter watched it and I mean I went into this a little bit on when I reviewed Whitney but like the thing that really really irritates me about the discussion about Bobby and Whitney it's a few things so when the um Pusha T ignorant ass album cover came out and people took offense Every time people take offense or speak up or say something about how y'all disrespect Whitney, some of y'all always got to come out with, well, y'all got to face it, Whitney was on drugs. And she, Who doesn't know that? 
Everybody knows that. Whitney Houston died from, not directly from drugs, but I mean drugs contribute to her death. She died from her drug problem. We know this. Everybody knows this. Nobody is saying that she's a saint, and she, what we're saying is she deserved respect, and the thing that killed her, a big part of it was her marriage to Bobby Brown, which was a dysfunctional, abusive relationship. And I don't understand what y'all don't understand about that. Y'all keep trying to rewrite history. And the thing that really, really irritates me is straight people. Y'all's fucking comments are really dumb. Whitney was queer, okay? I'm saying queer because she's gone and she's never admitted herself, so we don't really know how, if she identified as bisexual, if she identified as lesbian. We don't really know. So I'm saying queer because queer encompasses all of that. She wasn't straight, okay? Dude on the, st- on the show says she was fluid. Everybody knows that her and her, Robin, we don't know what the... They had a relationship, how long it lasts, when it lasts. We don't know. She's never spoken She, you know, when she does, and I guess we'll know. Um, we all know that, but like, y'all, you know, did, oh, we want a relationship like Bobby and Whitney, but like, that was not a good relationship, Whitney Houston had her issues, she had her problems, but like, you motherfuckers don't, it's like y'all don't put two and the twos together, there are many, 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 many stories about gay people who have problems with addiction, and killing themselves, and, and everything, because of the stress and trauma of being a person who was queer, and not accepted, and having to put on airs, and having to fake, and you can't, have, you know, your family's not accepting of you, and you have to marry this man, and, and do this whole life to please them, even though you've already given them everything, even though you're the biggest star in the world and you're supporting all of them, you're putting all of them on your back because none of them earn any money. The only money they have is what they get from you. And all you, and they and all they do is stress you out and they won't even let you be with this one fucking person who is probably, I don't know, we'll know, we'll hear if she ever tells a story, probably the love of your life. You can't even have that because you can't, you, you got to please these. That takes a lot that, that, people drink and drug themselves to death under that kind of pressure, and when y'all say stupid shit, like, oh, well, you know, Whitney is the one that got Bobby on drugs, and she drug him down, you think that's, that sounds dumb, that's not what it was, Whitney had the world on her shoulders, she had this piece of shit family, and the only person she had that was on her side, that was keeping the wolves at bay, was Robin, and it got to the point where she had to dismiss her, and then it's like she just spiraled down until she died, and it's like, dog, shit is deeper than what you think, and, and all of y'all, listen, Bobby Brown, even in the documentary, they said he wasn't really heavy on drugs, but he was an alcoholic, okay, I don't know why everybody is trying to rewrite history, like, what happened was Whitney had her issues, Bobby had her issues, they got together and they just made a toxic stew. They was just toxicity. But this notion that, oh, well, you know, Whitney drugged Bobby Brown, it's like y'all don't remember the re- when Whitney Houston married Bobby Brown, the reason everybody was like, what the fuck? Because we knew about Bobby's drug problems. We knew about Bobby's arrests. We knew about his drug problems. We knew about all his kids. We knew about all his bankruptcies. We knew about all that shit. We didn't know that about Whitney at that time. Whitney was still keeping her shit together. 
Whitney, all the drugs and all of that, nobody knew anything about that. So I don't know where y'all coming from with like, oh, well, she let he that nigga was the bad boy because he was already known for that shit. New Edition kicked him out for drugs. Like, I don't know what y'all be talking about. The nigga was already on that shit. And the problem I have with Bobby Brown is every he doesn't tell the truth. Every story, New Edition has said what it was. And they put their little, they, they movie out, which is really good. Whitney, before she passed, gave a few uh, interviews, and I feel like she was candid. I don't feel, she may not have told us everything, and she may have been in denial, but she was more truthful for us than Bobby has ever been. She admitted that she did the drugs. She admitted that she smoked the crack. She admitted that all the shit they were doing. She admitted, the, you know, to the abuse and all of that. She was candid. Bobby has never told the truth. Y'all watch either one of them documentaries out. He don't even admit to her doing drugs. Like, he, he never tells the truth. His story never matches anybody else's story. Oh, I wasn't kicked out of the group. No addition said he was kicked out of the group. Oh, I'm frightened. Like, he doesn't tell the truth. And that's always my issue with Bobby. It's not about trying to make him a bad guy. The nigga is what he was. But, like, y'all act like, like, he has a, like, he doesn't lie. Like, he lied. He told Michael Jackson how to moonwalk and all this shit. That's my issue. It's not that anybody's trying to make Whitney a saint. We know Whitney had her problems, duh. But it's like, goddamn, this woman was the greatest voice and the greatest talent. And she had a family that wouldn't let her be with who she wanted to be. So she married this dude, and he was so insecure and jealous of her career that she had to try to dim her light to make him comfortable. Like, she just, she didn't have anywhere to turn. And that's what drove her down. And, like, y'all... This whole, oh, she took Bobby with her. Bobby was, oh, he's, he was of no assistance to her. He was of no help to her. And I don't know if you know, like, an alcoholic is worse than a drug, drug crackheads? I don't know about dopey. Crackheads, they're kind of predictable. Like, you can manage a crackhead. Everybody that lived through the crackhead knows you can manage a crackhead. You want them to do your little extra yard work. You want them to wash your car. Whatever you want it to do, they cheap. They rely because they want that rock. They're going to be there. Hey, man, I'm going to give you $5. Wash the whole car. When you're done, I'm going to give you this $5. Come here at 12.01 and 32 seconds. You wash my car. When you're done, I'm going to give you this $5. That crackhead will be there at 12.31 and 2 seconds. Wash your car spotless to get that $5. they manageable. You don't let them in your house. You don't leave them values because they steal. What's the crackhead did, but they're manageable. They're predictable. Alcoholics, though? Alcoholics are not. Alcoholics are, are blackout drunks. They fall down drunks. These people that murder people when they're drunk don't even know. Alcohol is different. So, you know, it, it don't make sense to me. Oh, you know, this, y'all keep wanting to tell this story. Like, oh, she bought him down. No. If anything, he bought her down. He brought her down because she was the bright, shining star. And yes, she had her issues, but he was of no assistance to her. And there's stories, and I guess y'all don't know. The whole, the whole, the reason they got that picture is because Bobby Brown's sister sold to the Enquirer. There's stories of him offering to, to give access to Whitney, but he had to get a deal. Oh, you gotta let me make my show. Being Bobby Brown, that's how they came about, because they didn't want the show without Whitney. They was like, we don't, nobody don't care about you, you gotta have, make Whitney participate. And so Whitney, trying to be the good wife, participated, and we see what that did for her reputation. I personally didn't think it was that bad. I thought it just showed Whitney how she was. I mean, of course, they were both on drugs, we saw that, but like, I feel like, you know, white people made that, like, oh my god, it was such a disgrace, but they think anything black people do that's outside of, you know, whatever the fuck they think, you know, good blacks, cold finger good blacks do, it's disgraceful. So, but, 
that's like, that that irritant because y'all y'all's y'all's understanding of that relationship is so basic, and then and every LGBT LGBT plus person that looks at that relationship sees exactly what that is because we all know or if we don't know ourselves we we are have heard of or familiar with somebody who's gone through that Whitney was queer even Bobby in one minute of of clarity said I believe it was on can I be me I believe he said that he thinks that if Robin had been able to stay in her life Whitney would, would have been fine that really broke her that's what he says he said that. So what I see is somebody who had a person, and, and even her friends, her friends tell the truth. Not her family, but her friends. Every last one of her friends down to a man was like, I think she loved Bobby, but I don't know if she was in love with Bobby. I think she loved Bobby. She cared about him, of course. I mean, you know, and they were, you know, she rolled for him. She was like, but I don't think she was in love with him. And I don't think so either, because she was in love with Robin. That was her person. That was the, the the person that was on her side that 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 cared about her. And when she lost that, she lost everything. And that's what the and that's the part y'all kill me with that. It, that's what killed her. That's what killed her. She lost her person. And yeah, Bobby was there, but that wasn't that wasn't he wasn't it. I I know he's mad. They was married, and y'all look at the Bobby want to be like Bobby and Whitney. Straight people, we're trying to tell y'all Bobby wasn't it. Because if Bobby was it, then she would have been all right. Bobby was it, they would have been all right. Bobby wasn't it. Robin was it. And that's why when Robin left, she deteriorated until she died. And that's the part, y'all, like, y'all irritate me. Because every time with that, y'all just overlooked that. Like, everybody was like, oh, you know, so Robin gave her an ultimatum and she, you know, she lost. No, no, Robin didn't really lose. Whitney lost. Whitney, God bless her, rest in peace. Whitney is the one that lost because when she let Robin go, she let everything go. And that's the and people are like, well, why did she do this and why did she do that? Because because she gave up everything for this I'm sacrificing my life. I'm sacrificing I'm making I'm doing all of this because this is what my family wants and this is what's expected of me. So I'm gonna give up the one thing that I love. So I'm gonna make this work. If I'm gonna give this up, I'm gonna make this work. I'm gonna stick with this. That's why she ain't wanna quit. Cause she gave up everything for it. It's like, come on, like, that's, that's so, you know, I just, I hate, I hate, I hate, I don't, I don't like Bobby, I've never liked Bobby, I don't think he was any of the assistance to her, no, he didn't get her on drugs, no, but he wasn't, he wasn't any, he wasn't helpful to her, and he made her dim her, her light, and he just drug her down, because he just could not deal with her being the superstar, and yeah, Bobby was the king of R&B, but he was never at the level that Whitney was, and he was never going to be at the level that Whitney was, and you can tell, because his story, as opposed to the new edition story, is very self-serving, why is Janet Jackson in this movie? Why you got Janet Jackson pussy on TV like this? First of all, I understand that they dated. I remember even back then hearing that they dated. But I don't think it was all that Bobby said. I don't think that was a serious. I bet you if you ask Janet about that relationship, she's going to tell you, yeah, we, we smashed and that's it. I don't think it was no serious relationship. Because even in his version, which is the, you know, best for Bobby version, he was a side nigga. Janet Jackson was married to the, she married to the barge dude, and then they got divorced, and then she was married to that Renee dude for like eight years. So where Bobby was in all this? Like, I don't. 
I, I don't I think that was a fling for Janet and I don't know why they had to be in, in that story because it looks sexy. Oh I dated Janet Jackson. Me and Janet was getting it. I, I don't believe I don't believe it. I don't I think Bobby believes that, but I don't believe it. I don't think it had nothing to do with being light skinned or him being dark skinned. I just don't I think that that was a fling. If they dated, Janet was hot, he was hot why not, I mean, according to Whitney, you know, he got the hammer, so I guess Janet wanted the hammer, but she ain't, she wasn't, I don't, I don't believe that that was all that Bobby Brown is making it out to be, I just, I don't, I never did, I still don't, and I don't feel like it was necessary to drag um, Janet Jackson into that movie like he did, I think that shit was added by him, to make him look better than he was, because that's what Bobby does, you know, he taught Michael Jackson how to moonwalk, nigga please, um, you know, he has sex with a ghost, nigga don't tell the truth, is my point, and y'all just act like everything he says is gospel, nigga don't tell the truth about nothing, he don't tell the truth about being on drugs, tell the story about being kidnapped, Bobby, you're not gonna tell that story, he doesn't tell anything that doesn't put him in the best light, this nigga is an alcoholic and a drug addict, and every movie I've ever seen him on, all he drinking is two Bud Lights, he don't do nothing but drinking beer, come on man come on, he don't tell the truth that's the issue, we don't, we not trying to make Bobby the bad guy, we not trying to you know, blame, nobody really blamed that anyway, that was when Whitney died that was Simon Cowell got on the radio and said all that shit, her family Ben said no she was already on drugs, but when they met, Bobby Brown was performing on stage and cocaine fell out of his, his pants pocket, so that nigga was on drugs, because you got to be on some drugs for you to be on stage with cocaine to the point that it falls out your motherfucking pocket okay, that's what we saying, yes they both had issues, they both was toxic, but when y'all be, oh Whitney brought him down, he brought her down, everybody in Whitney's life brought her down so and she was queer, that's the whole point, I don't know if she was lesbian, I tend to think she was bisexual, all I know is I don't think Bobby was the love of her life I think Robin was I think Robin was, and that's why she kept her around, and that's why Robin put up with all that shit, and that wedding, and all that, because she just wanted Whitney to be happy, until she just couldn't take it no more, because she was like, look, I'm, I'm not going to stay here while you're destroying yourself, and so, Whitney let her go, and what Robin is doing fine, Robin is married to a woman with twins, and, um, you know, wrote, a, wrote the best obituary for Whitney, it was in the LA Times, and, um, you know, she's doing fine, so, rest in peace, but I don't think Whitney lost that, I, th- I mean, I mean, I don't think Robin is the one that lost, I think Whitney is the one that lost, um, you know, I think, I mean, her life was a tragedy, because I think she just, you know, whatever, she, rest in peace, but, um, yeah, fuck Bobby Brown, and fuck this show, and I just, you know, Whitney was queer, alright, so whatever your little boyfriend, girlfriend take is on this relationship, it's, it's not, it's inaccurate, Robin wasn't some side piece, Robin wasn't some just, you know, little somebody in the way of their relationship, Robin was the one that was, she wanted to be with, and that's why she ended up like she ended up, and everybody gay knows that's the truth, y'all straights, I don't know what to tell y'all, but that's the truth, and everybody says it, all her friends say it, the only people that deny it is her family, everybody that was around Whitney says that, and it was, from what I understand, it wasn't no big secret. All right, so, but part two comes on tonight. I don't know, that shit is two and a half hours. I missed a half hour last, I turned that shit off smooth at 11. If they want that shit to be two and a half hours, they need to start at eight o'clock, because ain't nobody, God, shit. Niggas gotta get up in the morning. Um, yeah, okay, so I've been actually talking pretty long. Um, I checked my numbers yesterday. 
And y'all been listening, and y'all been telling y'all thing, friends to listen. Thank you. Um, rate me, listen. Um, at me, you can at me at KMGZ on Twitter. Um, I ain't got no Genghis kicks for y'all today. Every fucking shoe that came out this week has been fucking ugly. Horrendous. I ain't got no sneaks for y'all. Them LeBron, I'm glad LeBron made sneaks for, you know, women. I'm glad, but they are ugly. Um, they're horrible looking. Every shoe out this, this month is that fly knit shit. Y'all know I don't like the fly knit. All right, it's okay. I don't think you need to be on every shoe. So no Genghis kicks this week. Um, I tried, but good God. Um, yeah, so this is episode 168. I don't know what I'm going to call this. Sorry, I, this is, again, you know, I thought I was going to be doing this tomorrow, so it's a little bit more rambling than it usually was. I ain't really have time to pull it together like I usually do. Um, yeah, so that's it. Um, I don't know. Me I, I, <laughs> in this. I don't know what the name of it's going to be, but it'll it'll go up. Actually, I do. Long live the queen. Episode 168. All right, see y'all next week. Peace.